Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to Sitting, Waiting, Wishing, Daily Advent Reflections, in my sub-podcast of The Presence Podcast. We are here on the first Monday of Advent. This year, that is November the 30th, and little fun fact about Advent, it starts on the Sunday closest to November 30th. November 30th is an important day in the history of the church calendar because it is the feast of St. Andrew the Apostle. And today is that memorial, that remembrance. And um, the readings reflect that. The first reading is from Paul's letter to the Romans. And Paul tells us, tells the Romans, There is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all enriching all who call upon him. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, it goes on in Paul's writing to talk about needing to inform and evangelize those who have not yet heard the word of God, who have not yet heard the name of the Lord. But today, we have heard that. We've heard that name proclaimed. And the question then for us is, what does it mean for us to call upon the name of the Lord? And what are we saved from? And I think also we sometimes forget the other side of that question. What are we saved for? Well, I think in this day and age, especially this Advent, that we are in such darkness, in such fear, I think what it means to call upon the name of the Lord is just to recognize that we're not alone in the midst of this. It means, I think, to cry out that most basic and that most gut-felt prayer, help, help us, O Lord. And I think that's what God is waiting for. We're not forced by God to call out or to rely upon God. God gives us the free will to do that or to not do that. And once we call upon the name of the Lord, we are then saved. God is then able to work in us and work through us and to take away that fear that can just destroy us and can lead us to be our worst selves angry and insecure and cruel and all the other things that I think we see too commonly in our world today. And then what are we saved for? Well, we're saved to be of service to others. We're saved to be able to love. Because what is sin but self-centeredness? Where we don't care about our common humanity. We don't care about the common good. We just care about me and mine and my freedoms, and my rights, and blah, blah, blah. That's sin. And what we are saved from is that self-centeredness. We are saved for the ability to be of service to others, to be about the common good, to be able to sacrifice, to say, I'm going to put my rights, my desires, what's convenient, what's easy for me, I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to let go of that because I care about the other, those who are not me. So we are freed from sin and self-centeredness. We are free for love and other 
centeredness. And that's really what it's all about. Today in the gospel, we hear the wonderful story of the call of the first four apostles. We get this year Matthew's version. We're in the Matthew, the Matthean cycle. It says, as Jesus was walking along the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. What a wonderful story in its beauty and its simplicity. Another translation, a gender inclusive translation says, come and follow me and I will make you fish for people. You can be the judge of which wording is best. But I think the next line is really what is most important. It says, at once they left their nets and followed Jesus. They dropped everything. They didn't ask questions. They didn't wonder. They didn't take, you know, time to tie everything up. It says they just followed him. And I guess the question is, can you and I during this Advent season, just let go and trust, let go of so many different desires that we have, the desire to be done with this pandemic, the desire to not have to take these precautions, the desire to make time pass so the long hoped for vaccine is is here. Can we let go of those things? Can we even let go of the desire to to have Christmas now or to celebrate Christmas now with the carols and the decorations. And I'm not going to say those are bad things to do now, but I will say that Advent is absolutely necessary because Advent says, I can wait. I can be patient. I can trust that time will pass. Christ is here and all not only will be well, but all is well. So during Advent, I want to um, sing, er, share with you, I'm not going to sing, but the verses of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And I'll tell you a little bit more about why we have these verses and where they come from. They are actually linked to specific dates in the Advent season, but we're not there yet. It's the week before Christmas, actually, that these um, antiphons is what we call them when these come into the church's life of prayer. But for now, I'll just say this, that the verses of O Come Emmanuel are ancient. They are sacred. And when we sing them or hear them or read them during this season, they should uplift us and touch us and challenge us and give us the hope and the faith and the love that we are called to receive. So where are you on this first day, first weekday of Lent, of Advent, excuse me, and what are you doing differently to prepare your heart, to prepare your soul for this coming of Christ? O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. Thank you for listening. Blessings and peace on your Advent journey.